Hey, Rose, do you ever call up Royally Obsessed on Alexa? It's one of the easiest ways to listen to the pod. You can hear our latest episode every week there, thanks to Amazon Music, which has a full catalog of podcasts, including Royally Obsessed. All you have to do is say, Alexa, play Royally Obsessed on Amazon Music. Oh, no, mine is listening to me say that right at this moment. <laughs> a royal reminder, new episodes drop every Thursday. Tune in on Amazon Music. Now on to the show. Please rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! Hi guys, welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Lisa Ryan. And I'm Caitlin Menza. And it's time for your weekly update on the royal news you need to know. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group Royally Obsessed. We're, we love it. Yeah. We're just... It's, we're, un- it's un- popping in there. Yeah. Join us <laughs> and subscribe to the podcast and leave us the royal rating of a five-star review. And as Caitlin explained, it's not only for our ego, but it also yeah. helps just like get the podcast out there. And you can also send us an old-fashioned email at info at gallerypodcast.com. And this week, we have a lot of things that we're discussing. Um, we have behind the scenes of the Prince Charles birthday photo shoots. Yes. Um, Meghan Markle's six-month royal review. She's been here for six months. I mean, she's been here on this earth for like 30-something years, but she's been a royal for six months. Congratulations to her and us. And to us especially, (laughs) for sure. And then we have some updates on the sidekicks. But before we go into that, we just want to tell you about this special, exciting thing that we cannot believe is actually (laughs) happening. (laughs) If you're listening um, on the day this episode comes out, Thursday, Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, first of all. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Or if you don't eat turkey, (laughs) non-gobble. Vegan gobble. Vegan Vegan, gobble. Vegan gobble. Um, But we are going to be on TV tonight. Um, Lisa and I have, we taped a special segment um, for a special called... Megan's New Life, The Real Princess Diaries. Yes, and it's airing on ABC on Thursday, November 22nd at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. So we are going to be watching drunk with our family and friends <laughs> and yeah. also like having panic attacks. Like, we hope you don't say anything dumb. I'm really, I'm so nervous, you guys. I hope it's possible you're listening to this after it's already aired and I hope I'm not an internet meme. <laughs> I know that's like very special for me to think of myself that way but it's more the fear or know? like what if we get cut and we're like everybody watch us <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know i don't think we're getting cut because abc put us in the announcement of the special um but yeah we recorded a couple weeks ago and we referred to it sort of obliquely when the day we recorded it but we're really excited and we're talking all about Meghan markle and her new life so so i think there should be a drinking game every time we embarrass ourselves just take a shot (laughs) just take shots and hope we don't embarrass ourselves (laughs) Uh, but i'm really nervous and but i I will say thank you to all of the listeners because it's because of you guys that we are allowed to have this show this podcast and that we're being called on by abc yes and they did our hair and makeup and it was at the pierre which is this really fancy hotel in the upper east side it's truly like the fanciest thing we've ever done it was really special we were like sipping coffee at six o'clock in the morning and getting our hair and makeup done and it was stressful and great but then when we did social media promos for the show i messaged you and i was like wow you look better than ever and you're like it's because of the professional hair and makeup (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's like whatever you're doing is working yeah it's it's having an hour's worth of hair and makeup is the secret to looking good (laughs) that's what it it turns out um but anyway please watch and tell us what you think and weigh in and it'll just be a fun way to you know ride out that turkey slumber 
Yeah. Watch some Meghan Markle special. Join so us. That's a fun thing. Um, and so this week's Royal Refreshment is... And now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail. Uh, Crown Royal in ginger. Yeah, so it's like our ginger. Just our go-to. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, it's really great. I feel very peaceful. I stole a ginger ale. <laughs> I stole a ginger ale from like the supply of pop cans, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna grab it." I mean, listen, it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm thankful for whoever bought all this pop. We really needed a mixer that wasn't the seltzer machine, so. Yeah, I mean, ginger ale is really nice. It's a great mixer, so. Thank you to our new friends, the yeah. people who bought this. Who share an office refrigerator with us. Yes. Whoops. And we also have a listener email, but it's in response to an article that we're going to talk about. So we're going to bring that out a little bit later yes. in the show. Yes. And So hang in tight. Yeah. And for this week in royal history. And now, this week in royal history. We are making it very American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to go into Meghan Markle's Thanksgiving. Yeah, because it's Thanksgiving, guys. Yeah. In case that wasn't, again, clear. Yeah. And I'm from Canada originally, so I'm not as big on American Thanksgiving. I'm more into Canadian Thanksgiving, which is in October. So yes. happy belated. <laughs> I celebrated them both this year. Oh. My roommate is Canadian, and so she throws a beautiful Canadian Friendsgiving in October. A classic Caitlin Menza brag. <laughs> I have a roommate. <laughs> that's nothing to brag about. I mean, the two Thanksgivings. Yeah, that's um, what is nice. But so first of all, I we saw this report um, by Hollywood Life, and they're saying that Meghan Markle might be throwing a huge Thanksgiving feast for the royals. And this is like a tabloidy thing, so I don't really... I'm not going to take that um, literally. Who knows if they're, she's actually going to do that? I, I assume just knowing her, she'll be making something for at least Harry, but I doubt it's going to be like a huge... Thing. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't think she needs to remind them of her Americanness all the time. <laughs> I think they're very aware of it. I think they pretty much know. As so. we will get into so shortly. Yes. So I also read online um, that in 2016, Meghan Markle uh, shared a photo of herself with uh, Thanksgiving turkey um, on her former Instagram account, RIP. I miss RIP. it. I miss it every day. Wow. We didn't even know what we had. I know because we didn't know her, <laughs> but but, still. but apparently she wrote in the caption, "Oh, that time I roasted a pretty perfect Thanksgiving turkey." The question is, can I do it again? The pressure is on, and uh, according to Hello, her choice of hashtags gave away one of the things she does before cooking her turkey, which is brining it to add extra flavor and ensure that the meat is extra juicy. I'm sorry, that's a secret. I've never cooked a turkey, so I'm like, oh, that's it. I just, it's like saying she used butter or there was gravy involved. Like, this is not a wild concept. I wonder if there was mashed potatoes. I mean, exactly. <laughs> like cranberry sauce. I shouldn't judge because, listen, we thirst for every small detail. But to say like, hoo-hoo, I gotcha. You brined <laughs> the turkey. Like, okay. Well, that's what gotcha journalism is. I, I understand. So anyway, we are hoping that Megan cooks at least a roast turkey i mean sorry a roast chicken yeah and a nice engagement chicken for her exactly. husband and her child to be yeah but i don't think a thanksgiving's happening i don't either i think your first thanksgiving away from home might actually be really sad outside the country yeah luckily uh, her life is awesome so it's fine <laughs> <laughs> yes and so first we need to go into the behind the scenes of prince charles's family birthday portraits yes because 
last week we had to record early because I was out of town. In Rwanda. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> just kidding. I don't like to brag. I just like to say that Caitlin brags. <laughs> You're so mean. I love you so much. I'll brag for you. Lisa was, again, in Rwanda on a UN press fellowship. We're very proud of her. Um, But we recorded a couple days early, which means that we missed this, like, insane rollout of the Prince Charles photos. And so we've been reacting, like, every day for, like, nine days, it feels like, over these photos. Because they just keep coming out and coming out. Like, first somebody broke the, um, these are, again, the Chris Jackson, obviously. I'm referring to the Chris Jackson portraits um, in the Garden of Clarence House that were released by Charles and Camilla on the day of his birthday and then ran on the front page on the cover of the uh, Sunday magazine but like this rollout man it's like a new photo every couple of days when will it end well yeah you said somebody broke the press embargo and yeah that's true because I remember I saw this like someone was tweeting it at us and Instagramming it at us and I didn't understand what the photos were from because I was like so busy I think I was I might have already been. Yeah, I was abroad. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't know what was happening. So I didn't realize an embargo was broken. But like, basically, there's an agreement. It's kind of like, if someone gives you this information before press time, you're not supposed to publish until the agreed upon time. And that's why you get this early access. But someone broke it. So that's why it was all over before, like all over everywhere before the pictures even came out. And then the pictures came out. And then, you know, it was that sweet portrait with um, Louis in Kate Middleton's arms and George on the lap of uh, Prince Charles and Charlotte kind of cuddling with Camilla mm-hmm. and Meghan looking amazing next to Prince Harry who looks yeah, amazing. Smizing real hard. Yeah and so it was just a great thing and then over the last few days more outtakes have come out. Yeah, where, we, got the, we got the laughing one and yeah. then um, on over the weekend we got the one we got yet another version of them on the bench this time with Kate holding Louis downward toward Charles and Louis's like reaching out and holding his grandfather's nose and then on this this british magazine that came out the on sunday, sunday times yeah the sunday times magazine um they put a full page um picture that we hadn't seen before that is just charles holding just prince charles holding prince louis and the the cover line is grandpa wales yes which I've already pointed this out multiple times on the Facebook (laughs) group, so I'm sorry to just continue tooting my own horn. But truly, on our episode with Michelle Ruiz, we kept talking about if Prince Charles wants us to like him, just have some photos with Louis. And now here we are again. So the thing is, I would love to say that it's just because of us, because I feel like we are big influencers in the (laughs) royal community. Case in point, we have a podcast. uh, And we go on ABC specials. Yes. So I assume Prince Charles is listening to every episode. But Us Weekly had this behind the scenes story that we're going to get into. And they revealed that this was this happened in mid-September. So. It was before the episode, but like they probably Confusing. they asked themselves, what would Lisa and Caitlin say? I also imagine that they took like 7000 versions of this photo and probably. then what they went with for this cover story is him with just Louie, which is adorable um, anyway. But so, yes. So Us Weekly, now that again, this is like the biggest photo shoot that's happened this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they have some insider details. So first off, no one knew that. Megan and Harry were expecting, which makes sense because she's not that far along. No. And this was before the royal tour and before Eugenie's wedding. So she had to have just been like, 
two months or so. Yeah, it's been reported the photo shoot was in mid-September, which makes sense given like the foliage, like the full trees and it, it looks warm, you know, while they're taking this. Mm-hmm. Um, and just given the age of Louis, because he's like seven, you know, he's seven months now or about seven months and he looks real little there. And so he's so cute. He's so cute. Um, but yeah, so we know it was like mid-September. And so uh, Megan and Harry were only were very early in their pregnancy. And so they hadn't told the family yet. Yes. And so another thing that we learned from this Us Weekly piece is, you know how everyone is like smiling and laughing and it's like, who are they laughing at? Because they're probably not laughing at Chris Jackson because he is a professional. So they're not going to be like, oh, look at him. Ha ha. So it turns out that Nanny Maria, who is the nanny for Prince George, Princess Charlotte and now Prince Louis was standing next to him and she was uh, making silly faces and waving to get their attention. And that's why everyone was just laughing because she was just being so silly. And Super I, cute. I think that's adorable. Like, thanks, Nanny Maria. I love that. And then I also like that she doesn't get a real name. Like, that's how <laughs> she's ID'd in Us Weekly. It's like, <laughs> an, it's a capital N, Nanny Maria. Like, that's her official title, which I guess it is, but it's just, that's funny. Um, yeah. And then the, the same insider noted, um, like, they had to shoot quickly because of all the kids. But, but in particular, Louis was, I'm going to quote this, so well behaved. He is the most adorable, placid little boy you will ever meet. Placid. Like the lake. Like the lake. A new ridiculous adjective to give to a baby that's slightly <laughs> more ridiculous than elusive. <laughs> or less ridiculous. I don't know. Um, but placid and elusive. That's Prince Louis. And then another thing to note um, so apparently it was first suggested that Charles should take the portraits with only his grandchildren. And it was actually Kate Middleton and Prince William who said, no, we should all be together. Yeah. So that I'm intrigued by this. That makes sense, given all of the stories where he is not so subtly shading them. Yeah. So we don't know what's happening in the palace, but I feel like behind the scenes, things might not be going so well. Not and I don't mean between Harry and William. I don't believe any of that stuff, but just all of the crap that's been coming out where like William yeah. doesn't work enough and Harry's having tantrums, just like all these like very, very one- shady stories. Yeah, shady stories. So I don't know. I like that. I, I like to think that they're like, no, man, you want our kids. You got to get us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are certain like sort of PR reasons and like ego reasons to have them in the photos. I again think that they should be there because it's, his, it's a family portrait and it's his kids like it's his sons. So yeah. Why wouldn't they be there? But I also think, just strictly practically speaking, they're three toddlers or infants. Like, it's much easier to have their parents there to keep them calm and wrangle them as opposed to having one 70-year-old try to hold three kids, three tiny children at once. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever. And I, you know, I hate that anyway. Um, Wait, hold on, Matt. I just accidentally hit the mic with my shoulder, so you might have to edit out a shoulder sound. Or kill her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of those two things for sure um yeah so i don't know i'm just so sick of that story and i they're not stopping and so i don't i'm just tired of it yeah we don't like this drama i don't like the drama and i don't like whoever is putting it out in the universe like it's just practical to have a, a toddler's parent hold them you know mm-hmm. why does it have to be a whole thing who knows? I'm not in the mood. I will say this. So I'm sorry. I didn't send you this article and we don't have it in front of us right now. But Cosmo did a story where they had a face reader, which is not a real job, but whatever. Like, I feel like it's my job. <laughs> they had a face reader, like, analyze the portrait, the more formal one. 
And he pointed out, well, in the first, the very like formal one, the tight one, not the laughter one. Um, he said that, you know, Harry looks like a little uncomfortable, whatever, um, but said that William looks enraged. Interesting. So it's a really interesting. Uh, maybe it's, again, like over the top or silly. To- I don't know. I believe this face reader, whoever they are. <laughs> but they point out things just like that his smile looks tense on one side, like he has to work at it, like his cheeks are straining. And they said his eyes look enraged, which there's so much weird stuff now out there about William. This is the fall of the autumn of William being a little tough and weird. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by this. But so they say he looks angry. So go back and look at the formal portrait and let me know what you think. Like, does he look angry? The Fug Girls noted in their post about it that he looked the happiest he's ever looked in a photo before. Okay, well, I believe them over whoever this <laughs> face reader is who I don't believe at all. And also I prefer that narrative. So conveniently, I will choose to believe that as well. Um, what would he be angry about? Maybe the aforementioned things. I, I His dad shading him in the press. Who knows? Who knows? But you know what happened six months ago? Meghan Markle married Prince Harry. Yes, on May 19th. I can't believe it's been six months. I can't believe I'm six months older. (laughs) Oh my God, we're so close to death. (laughs) We're both 31 and a half now. That's what's happened. Oh, good grief. Because our birthdays are near each other. We're so similar. (laughs) Our lives are amazing. But okay, so six months of Meghan as a royal, which is wonderful. I'm so happy she's a royal. But of course, some places are doing like check-ins. Like what does her six month as a royal look like and the daily mail did in my opinion the shadiest article yes which has enraged me shocking that the daily mail would go the lowest it truly enraged me so they just did something that was like a six-month check-in with megan and basically what they concluded is that she is quote-unquote hurricane megan that is what they dubbed her because she didn't just come in as this breath of fresh air she instead was a hurricane and changed things around. And you want to know what the criticism of her is? What are the criticism? So first of all, <laughs> they say that she dresses like a movie star. Wow. And she's been Terrible. told to tone it down. Okay. So. What? 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 I can't. I'm stuttering. She's got to tone. She's got to tone it down because she's looking too good. Oh, I wish that were my problem. <laughs> Same. Too um, glamorous. And then on top of that, they're like. Are Megan and Harry even moving into Kensington Palace? Because it turns out that the people that are living in the apartment that they wanted to move into maybe aren't so jazzed about leaving. Like, that's a whole nother thing. And then... The- who, who refuses to vacate so that Megan and Harry can't live in their home with their soon-to-be-born child? Like, who's an heir? I mean, I don't actually care who it is, that stuff. To be honest with you, maybe it's because I've never been to any of these palaces before in London, but I'm kind of like, I'm never super into these stories where it's like, this person won't move out of apartment 1A and this one has set up shop in 3B. Like, I just don't completely care. Also, we live in New York and we move all the time. Yeah. So like, we can't really relate. But then they go on to like really criticize Megan. And you want to know what her problem is? She works too hard. So I actually need to kind of quote some of this because this is just unbelievable. So six or seven times a day, that's the number of texts the new Duchess of Sussex sends to palace aides with ideas and requests. One of my bosses, and you know, again, I'm self-employed, so I have eight to 20 bosses at any given time. One of them texted me while I was sitting here. <laughs> it's, it's nighttime and she texted me a request. So like, 
That's yeah. what we do. I'm on Slack, like that messenger that we use at work. Like I'm always messaging yeah. people. That is just a normal thing. Welcome to work-life balance, royals. Yes. Royal then, employees. <laughs> they go on to say, she's an early riser up at 5 a.m. rain or shine. And it is said palace staff have never experienced anything remotely like Megan's formidable work ethic matched only by the incessant stream of ideas about how to shape her role. What a beast. <laughs> she's just so interested in her work. Wow. And then this is the... This is the real quote that really gets me. Well-meaning as she is, her particular brand of up-and-atom West Coast energy is an uncomfortable fit with the more formal ethos of the palace staff. What does that actually mean? None of that makes sense. I did misquote it. It's some palace staff, not the. No, no, but... That's not the point. My point is <laughs> up and atom West Coast energy. So first of all, <laughs> we are East Coast people and we love California. And also we are thinking about California right now. Yes. With the fires. It's truly horrible. We thinking about everybody and like our friends, the Fug girls who were on last week. Californians like we love them. But like you don't think California is like up at 5 a.m. And like y- you think of like a more laid back thing because yes. they have a better environment like beach. And it's just more the language <laughs> of that is so... I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, that up and atom West Coast energy. Okay, sure. Um, so call, call it up and atom American energy. And plus the concept of it's an uncomfortable fit with the more formal ethos of the palace staff. So wait, she's informal because she's working too hard? Like, what does that mean? Literally. Yeah. Like, what should she do? Send formal memos instead of texting people directly to get things done? I guess. Maybe. I just... On some level, maybe Megan's actually happy with a report like this, as insulting as it is from the Daily Mail calling her Hurricane Megan, because this is the worst thing about her is that she works too hard and looks too good. I wish it's, it's you know, when you're in a job interview and someone's like, name your flaws and you're like, I look too good and I work too hard. <laughs> I would love to put that in front of a possible employer. So like, yeah, it's so annoying and I hate how it's written and it doesn't make any sense. But ultimately, like, good for her, I guess. And so I said that we had a great listener email and yes. it's from Melina and it touches directly on this. And she shares my rage. Yeah, she puts it completely perfectly. Um, she says, why are they always trying to make women look like they're bitchy demanding wenches? This report that Megan is a monster is absurd. And if her staff cannot handle being messaged seven times a day, then you do not deserve the job. That is literally nothing. And clearly she has to message you guys because you're dropping the ball with her outfits and making her look bad. Uh, this just infuriated me. There's nothing wrong with being a ball buster and demanding perfection. Sorry, that was me snapping into the microphone. <laughs> and there are a lot of exclamation points in this. Like, this is a great email. It's a great listener email. Also, Melina, the subject line is, I hate conflict. <laughs> I also hate conflict. But that's why this is so annoying to me because she's working too hard. Like, that's, come on, guys. Come on, British press. Like, something to keep in mind is, She's a 37-year-old woman. She had an immensely successful acting career. Yes. Like, even if it's not a show that everybody watched, to be an actress on a show with that longevity is yes. phenomenal and so rare. Like, we both have friends who, like, work in the arts, and it's very difficult. So she made it. And then on top of that, she ran her blog, which isn't just, like, a fun blog. It was a genuine business. Yeah. Oh, and traveled all over Africa working with women to talk about menstrual issues and also spoke at the UN and all other kinds of amazing things, like... But all of that aside, even if she had done nothing before this moment, their biggest complaint is that she's taking this job seriously and that she's working too hard and giving too many suggestions of like potential charities that she could work with. 
what a wench indeed <laughs> like i just it's so annoying i just whatever but i ultimately think that this is a great story again annoying though it may be um it's almost like yeah she's too she's too passionate i can't sorry i have like no train of thought other than rage i'm just seeing red because i'm so annoyed by this concept um but well, there, no god let's do our own six month high and low check-in with yes. megan so my high is 100 her work with the grenfell tower survivors yes. their cookbook was phenomenal I have not cooked anything from it, even though I have it, <laughs> but I think about cooking sometimes. It's on my coffee table where it looks really beautiful. Yeah, like I have dreams of cooking it because the recipes are so amazing. Mm-hmm. But I just think that's an example of her doing something that is completely her. No other royal would have done that project. It was a Megan project and it was phenomenal. So that is my high. Yeah, my um, polite high is the speech she gave about women's suffrage in New Zealand. My impolite high is the fact that she got pregnant so quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't want to make that an accomplishment, but the facts are the facts. And that is considered sort of like a duty of theirs. Whatever. It's gross. But she had a duty to me and my heart. Mm -hmm. And she's giving me a baby. So I thank her for that. I'm really grateful to that fact. She's accomplished a lot in six months. (laughs) That's my point. Like, just think about it. In six months of marriage, she's gotten pregnant, given speeches all around the world, like produced a cookbook. It's just, it's absurd. And my low is just going to be that her father's not gone away. I mean, I haven't heard from him quite recently, but he stills around. Her sister's like apparently writing another book. I don't even think the first one got published. She's back to saying Dutch ass on Twitter. Yeah. So the family drama is my low because seriously, six months in, can't you give up? Yeah, truly. My low um, is that her bodice is still never fit. I'm sorry. Her bodice is still never fit. Now she gets to really enjoy that for five months. If you can call the final five months of pregnancy enjoyable, I wouldn't know. Um, I am looking forward to the capes, as the Fug Girls suggested, that she'll be wearing a lot of capes. So it's a low and a high. Um, But she's done an amazing, amazing job in these first six months. And I refuse to stand for the nonsense the nonsense the absolute nonsense wait was there one more story in there that i felt like we oh i know so we are recording this on monday night before thanksgiving and as we were sitting down to chat um megan hit up an event with harry on her actual on their six-month anniversary day and she looks amazing she looks so amazing and what's funny is she looks like a movie star right on the day that they're like, oh, stop looking like a movie star. I know. Like those headlines broke this morning and she definitely saw them. And then she wears sequins to a theater event. She's like, OK, OK, to Hollywood. I'm going to wear black sequins. Um, and so it's a sort of skirt. It's Safia again. I don't mm-hmm. I still don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I still have not been able to figure it out online. Maybe I'll email Safia and ask them. <laughs> um, and she wore it's the same designer who made that gorgeous Fiji blue dress that she wore on the tour. The cape one. The cape one. That was like my life highlight for Meghan Markle. Um, so same designer. Uh, it's like a sort of a simple black skirt. And then the, the bodice is black sequins with like a fern pattern mm-hmm. in white sequins. And anything bump watch related makes me feel really weird because I don't want to look at women's bodies and be like, oh, I see you're getting bigger. Yeah. But like you can kind of see more of a bump yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. For but sure. at the same time, I was like, 
with her bump that fits her like it would fit me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I was like similar bump. The way it's also not a form fitting like the bodice is not form fitting like it doesn't cascade over her stomach per se. It just um it looks like hard kind of like a shell. Mm-hmm. So it just looks like it's further out from her torso than it would be otherwise. But she looked amazing. She looked great. She looked really glowy of course. And... Happy 6 month anniversary you guys. Thank you for yeah. listening. Thank you for listening. I'm saying that to Megan <laughs> but also to our listeners and also to Harry. Oh, yeah, him too. Thank you for listening, Harry. And so we have a few um, sidekick stories because yes. we don't know how else to call the people that are related. Like, they're related <laughs> or adjacent. But so first of all, Princess Beatrice has a rich new boyfriend. Hala. So you might remember that a couple maybe months ago at this point, I was I gave a sad little speech about Beatrice because I was really feeling for her because her younger sister was getting married before her. Not that I believe that I don't want to put that on her and say that she was stressed, but like my little brother is definitely getting married before me and I'm not thrilled about that. So I I understand it. But I gave a whole little speech of like, we're here for you, Beatrice. If you want to come on the show and have whiskey with us, we're okay with it. You can come right now. I know you're in Los Angeles. (laughs) So yeah, her... There was a whole run of things. Her BFF Carly Kloss got engaged and outed, like, doxed her Instagram in the process. Um, oh, my God. You're right. She doxed her. That's literally it. Her secret oh my Instagram. God. <laughs> I know. Then her... Her secret Instagram that even I wouldn't reveal. I know. Which so polite of you. So her BFF Carly Kloss got engaged. Her little sister got engaged. And then her ex of 10 years got married right after they broke up, which is the worst feeling in the world. Completely. So good for Beatrice. I love... That's why we were so excited to see this report that hey oh she has a new boyfriend he's a multi-millionaire property tycoon and caitlin as the resident italian gets to pronounce <laughs> it so people don't get mad at me his name he's 34 his name is eduardo mapelli mozzi um mozzi it really depends on where you are we're in as america long as it so wasn't gonna, me so it's gonna be mozzi. i didn't say it in italy it would be mozzi um yeah so it says that he's already met her parents yeah and her friends are apparently predicting a quick engagement, which I don't really know because yeah. they just met in September and started dating. Like That's not that crazy. That's a little soon. And also, I just feel like that's how every celebrity dating story. Like, I was just reading about Jennifer Garner and her new boyfriend, which good for her because she's been through a lot. And it was very similar. Like, they've been dating for a couple of months and it was like, it seems pretty serious. He's never been happier. And I'm like, she's dealing with plenty. Like, I don't think she's trying to get married right now. Um, but so it's a similar thing. It's like, oh, these two people have been like spotted on one date so they must be engaged um but i will say this that's interesting as far as marital status goes eduardo is divorced and has a two-year-old from his previous relationship um it's one thing for prince harry to marry a divorcee but princess beatrice the potential stepmom that's really interesting interesting i I know i know and so reports are that the queen is fine with her grandkids marrying people who have been married before because just look at Harry and Meghan like this is a new generation and it won't really matter but with every new marriage in this family I feel like it gets that those boundaries get pushed a little bit more which I like mm-hmm. welcome this is just how it goes but I Love like it. the idea of a royal stepson it's Love cute it. <laughs> and then we also saw James Middleton out and he went to the German GQ men of the year awards which was interesting because celeb bitchy did this great post where they're like why <laughs> <laughs> Why? Like, did he get paid? <laughs> and he ended up giving um, an interview to a German TV uh, channel where he talked about the Middleton Christmas uh, festivities. And so what he said was, I welcome people into our family home. I want it to feel like it's their home. There will be turkey, champagne and some wine. For me, it's all about family. It's 
one where we can all regroup. And that's basically it. But so the gist is the Middletons are getting drunk on Christmas (laughs) and I love it. Another sidekick news that we predicted as geniuses that we are. Mm -hmm. Pippa Middleton's baby boy's name was revealed and it is Arthur. Arthur, (laughs) which we said. But okay, the reason why we said Arthur was because that's been the name that people thought that uh, Louis was going to be. And that, you know, it's just like a common royal thing. So we're like, maybe it's going to be Arthur or like Jaden. <laughs> Jaden. That's the thing. I really <laughs> wanted her to go with a weird name. I wanted Pippa Middleton to choose like a weirder name just because she gets like she is a normal person. She's a civilian. She gets to choose whatever name she wanted. So I wanted it to be some sort of like hipster weirdo name like Poseidon or something like that. Yeah. No offense if a listener has a child named Poseidon or is themselves named Poseidon. That's fine. That's a cool thing. That's a choice. But so the baby's full name is Arthur Michael William Matthews. And so Michael is not only the name of Pippa's father, but also the name of her husband's late brother. Okay. And so he... um. It's a natural choice. Yeah. So he passed away. And even before she was dating James, because they were friends for a while. Remember, he like pined Mm -hmm. after her for like years and years. Mm -hmm. She would participate in um, charity fitness events like biking and other hiking, like, you know, athletic type things. She would participate (laughs) in these things to like uh, raise money in his honor for different charities. Here's a sentence that will never be said about Caitlin Nunza. Or Lisa Ryan. (laughs) Her husband fell in love with her when she was attending charity sporting events. It's just not what I'll be doing. But then William is obviously William. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That it's like nice. such a gesture because he, you know, he's been a part of her life for so long. He must be like a brother to her. Yeah, that's true. They've been dating for a bazillion years. Yeah. They've been together for a bazillion years. Um, can I just be controversial for a moment? Go I'm si- I'm sitting up. Um, so I really wanted Prince Louis to be Arthur, as you'll recall. If you listen to the very early episodes of this podcast, <laughs> we really thought the name was going to be Arthur. We thought Louis's name was going to be Arthur, as did everybody. And we loved that name. I still love that name. I think little baby Artie is adorable. Aww. We were really pulling for that. And then Pippa, who I have like, weirdly complex feelings about (laughs) she keeps her baby's name a secret for a month and then it's like arthur i stole my sister's baby name that she didn't want like the discarded one yeah it's just such a weird choice and i also on some level was kind of thinking that maybe harry and megan's kid would be arthur could be arthur now Mm -hmm. so pippa middleton has screwed me again is what i'm saying so i think this is where we make prediction for megan and harry's baby poseidon lisa (laughs) (laughs) These are both ridiculous options. <laughs> it's either Poseidon or Lisa. You heard it here first. <laughs> Princess Princess Lisa of Sussex. I think that sounds great. <laughs> we actually don't, as we've discussed, we don't know if it's going to be princess. Um, that's up to Queen Elizabeth, and she can still make that choice for the Sussex baby in the spring. Um, at the very least, the baby will be, if it's a girl, will be Lady. So Lady Lisa <laughs> You know, now that we're getting on to like the queen naming people princess, I'd be down for being Princess Lisa of Brooklyn. <laughs> Just saying, if someone wants to bestow that upon me, Bill de Blasio, be- are you listening? <laughs> I can bestow it. I'll bestow it. Thank you. You are hereby Princess Lisa of Brooklyn. You're my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> so before we adjourn the royal pod, we have some highs and lows. Sure do. It's time for the royal highs and lows. My high is the six-month anniversary. Yeah. Yay! I can't, I cannot believe it. It's, what a six months. Wow. 
So much has changed. Nothing has changed in my life. <laughs> I know. Some things have changed. We're on TV, so. Oh, yeah. And be sure to tune in yeah. on Thursday the 22nd at 9 o'clock on ABC to watch us hopefully not make a fool of ourselves. Yeah. But if we do, then you can get drunk, so that's nice. Yeah, and I will be doing that. Yeah. So what's your high? My high, um, I think it, well, no, my high is that Prince Charles listens to the podcast or someone <laughs> on his staff does and that he chose to release the nose-holding Louis photos Aww. just because of us. Um, or just, okay, fine. Um, just the nose-holding photos, of which there were two. There's like so the group photo he's holding his nose and the individual like portrait he's holding his nose. What's unfortunate is that we don't have any insight in a mom way because we've not had kids but like do kids just like noses i think they might or hair i feel like whenever i hold a baby they're always pulling on my hair you know we're gonna be great moms <laughs> <laughs> and earrings that's why you don't wear earrings on a kid i know that and my low is freaking throwing shade at megan for doing a good job Milo, in that vein, is throwing shade at your own children for not working hard enough. So our low is shade. I hate shade. I hate shade. It's your own family. Imagine if they did have a Thanksgiving. I mean, obviously, they have other occasions where they all have to spend time together. But, like, imagine if your father insulted you in the press and you're like, pass the wine. Thanks, Chucky. No. <laughs> like, it's so tense. You don't need extra reasons to be tense at family holidays and events. Um, yikes. Yikes indeed. Yikes indeed. So everyone, uh, you can drop us an email at info at gallerypodcast.com to ask us any and all royal questions. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We got this amazing review that we both really love and I think yes. Caitlin should read. Okay. Um, the subject is, or the title is, I Knew We Would Be BFFs uh, by Susan TV. My husband and I listen to the podcast every Thursday while cooking dinner. We pour a royal refreshment and enjoy my two BFFs that I've never met. Hubs doesn't share my devotion to all things royal, but he enjoys hanging out with, hanging with Caitlin and Lisa. Great job, ladies. I love the idea of us being a couple's tradition for somebody. I know. And I think it's really important for advertisers to recognize that we are great for cooking. So we are. Like Blue Apron. Etc. HelloFresh. Etc. Etc. Yeah. that's. I love that anybody would listen to me while cooking. I know. And maybe we should cook one day. Yeah, I Like don't. in our own lives. Yeah, I don't. Though I would cook Blue Apron if it were put in front of me. But yes, Susan, I'm so glad to hear that. And hello. And hello, husband. Care Hi. about the royals. Yes, please. Um, so you guys can follow the show on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. You can follow me, Lisa, at Lisa Raya on Twitter and Instagram and read my writing at The Cut. And you can follow me, Caitlin, at HeyKMenz, H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z on Twitter and Instagram and read my writing at CaitlinMenza.com. And don't forget to watch us on ABC the night of Thanksgiving, the 22nd of November, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at ABC, probably also streaming elsewhere. I don't yes. even know. But yes. us on TV. Watch it with your family and friends and red wine and turkey. Turkey leg and hand. I will probably be on a couch with a blanket Hiding. over top of my head, <laughs> just in fear. Blanket over my eyes, for sure. Yeah. And please cross all of your fingers and toes that I don't say anything embarrassing. I know Lisa didn't, but I don't know about myself. I blacked out the whole time we were recording it. We were wearing too much makeup. It's too much The makeup. weight of the foundation. <laughs> it got into our brain. Just hope for the best, guys, please. I assume it'll also be like streaming later. Yeah, we'll find it. And until next week, God save the pod. I feel like I was about to sing that. <laughs> God, God save the pod. The pod. <laughs>
Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.